Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. So the first would be what caused you to get involved with JA? What did you see in the current landscape that made you want to coach? That is a good one. That's a good one. Damn. It was honestly like when my brother told me first about what he wanted to do, I got it because he was doing this with semi-pro, like basketball, and I couldn't understand how he was running it. I just knew he was he was living in Daytona Beach at the time, and I was in uh, Fort Lauderdale, so his team was in Fort Lauderdale, but he was in Daytona. I'm like, how are you running a team in Daytona, and then you're coming on weekends and you're doing this, like you're making it work? And he broke down the structure, he, even though he wasn't there, he was the owner of the team. So he made sure it ran a certain way. Like he understood the structure. And when he was telling me about how he wanted to create a college, like create an environment to where we could almost replicate the same thing. But with the experience that I have and the experience that he has, we can make it 10 times better because it's not, it was no longer about, for him that was like, he used it almost as he wanted it to be a business. And I saw what he was thinking, but he said, look, if we do it on the college side instead and we find a way to use all the things that we know and give it to the kids, especially with what was going on, he said he thinks this is the perfect time to do it. And he I, he put it this way. Picture it as if I'm playing NCAA 2014, the video game on PlayStation, which is the exact same thing. You build your team. You make them right, and you play against the best, and then you just cycle them. You're getting kids drafted. You're getting kids out. So when he put it in, in terms of, of that for me, I jumped on it because I knew the stuff that I knew about football, and I knew about managing basically a team. And seeing it from – it was where in Dallas when I was there, and I saw Jerry Jones for the first time running a team, like understanding how things operate, and you – during that time in 2017, he was getting ready to be inducted in the Hall of Fame. So they were constantly telling us about his origin story, the stuff that he had to to overcome, and then how he triumphed. And now he has the best franchise, sports franchise in the world. And you hear it like time and time again, and you start understanding, like peeling stuff back, like figuring out stories from different points of views of different people that are in the building. And then you you sit back and you watch him and you start understanding this can be done because I've been shown it and it's shown it at the top level. So I say all that to say my brother got me in it to be able to understand how to change the dynamic of something that I've seen on every level as far as holes that could be better to benefit the players, but then also to give them the most competitive advantage mentally and physically to be able to compete at a high level. It's just there's a gap right now. It, it is what it is. Uh, the NIL stuff, the transfer portal, it's made it harder for kids to get an opportunity to play Division One football. Like a lot of them are missing out on scholarships because the numbers just aren't there. It's not the fact that they're not talented. It's just numbers. And coaches are now looking at this like it's, it's the NFL free agency stuff. They're, 
they're going after the transfer portal kids. Like they're seeing these kids bouncing all over the place. They know they, they already have college experience. They understand a college schedule, which was the hardest thing for me to adjust to. And then they're able to understand that they played at a program. They probably played at a top program. So they got the competition. He can come to my, my place and play right away. You're not really going to take a risk on a, a, a high school kid to try and get him ready for two years, three years like me and then have them play like it's a business now and i think it's just perfect storm like with him what he was doing earlier from my experience and what i've been doing putting it together with with covid and everything shutting down and seeing that we could be a solution to a problem man it created this and so far so far it's been fun like honestly only because i got that experience from from high up so it's it's easier to have a bird's eye view and understand how this whole thing works just because of the exposure of the people I, I've been around for almost 10 years. What are recruits looking for in an athlete in today's game? And what is J.A. looking for? And what do you expect in the kid that's going to come to the program? The first question, what coaches are now looking for, recruiters are looking for, kids that can play right now. The, also being in school, and the, trying to f get guys that they don't necessarily have to pay a whole lot of money to for these NIL deals. Like, that's really what it is. Most of these kids you see are transferring. They're going after the attention that they can get for deals, which I understand. I get it. Like, the fact that it's open now to be able to do this, it's good for the athlete. I wish they just had stipulations, but that's what we wanted when we played. That Shoot, if, if I had the chance to transfer knowing that somebody was going to give me more money, and I'm a young kid like that, I would do it. But they want to know if they can play right away right now. And if you've been to a bigger program, obviously you've gotten experience in bigger games. So if you go to another school, smaller, not as big, like a powerful, like you went from Ohio State to University of Ohio or something like that. You've gone down, but because of the competition that you played up against, you're playing faster at a lower level to hopefully go somewhere else to play at a higher level. These kids are... They're using that now as leverage. And what's what's happening is these lower tiered schools, these FCS schools, they're becoming the new Division One schools. So think of it as when you go Division One, it's like you get drafted early because it's upper. And then the FCS schools are the smaller ones, and those are now the Division Ones. But now what's happening is the JUCOs, the postgrads, like those are popping up. And those are the the catalysts for getting to that next level all you need to do is get your foot in the door and with us at ja to answer your your other question even though all that madness is going on the simplest things are the things that still get you the the best results and that's understanding the landscape of what a coach wants a coach wants you to be able to to do well in the classroom which we can provide a coach wants you he wants to see that you're coached well he can see that on film within the first three plays. We provide that. The structure of understanding what it be, means to be a college student, we provide that. Understanding how to practice the right way, we provide that. Understanding game situations, we provide that. Understanding competition, like upper competition to get you ready to get your foot in the door, we provide that as well. And for us, we're looking for guys that want to do those things. And if you get guys that are committed to doing it because they understand they can go to the next level, they just do exactly what we say, 
they'll get there. And we have proof of it now. Over the last three years, we have proof of guys, if they just do what we tell them to do. And it's not like we're, we're telling them to do it for our sake. We're telling them to do it for their sake because we understand that if you show up the right way consistently on film, we know the right people that's going to be able to give you that opportunity to get seen. All it takes is a phone call or a text message. Hey, I got a guy you want to look at. I mean, so many coaches hit us up just because of either I've known them in passing or my other coaches have played with guys or friends with guys. It's one of those. It's about who you know, but you're also getting the other stuff, the info of what you know about the game and putting those two things together. It's only the, the thing we look for in this program is the kids that are willing to understand what we want them to do. And it is going to be hard. We tell them it's going to be difficult. But at the end of the day, you're getting an opportunity that most kids don't get. Like a lot of these kids are not getting scholarships and they're just at home chilling. But these guys that we have coming in, we know they're the ones that they believe in themselves to a certain extent. But they come to this program because they want to continue to believe in themselves because they know they can do it. And then you have the other part of this for them that we look for is just a willingness to just accept, like I said, that it's hard because you're, you're basically like bottom tier, but you can catapult yourself so much higher with just being committed to the things that we tell you to do. And it's simple stuff, just being disciplined, working hard, working consistent, open to constructive criticism so we can make you better. And then you put it on film. So all those things is what we look for in a player to be able to get us to that next level to where we know that when they walk into another collegiate program, the things that we taught them in a small span, it's going to help them come in right away and be an impact player. And that's why we treat it as a business that way. And we teach them that's how the business is, because let's be honest, you can love the game, but at the end of the day, your love of a game can only do so much. But when you understand the game and you understand your skill set and you understand the business, you put all those together and you can just continue to leverage that because the things that you do, it's going to help the program or help your team. And the more it helps your team, the more people are going to want to support you as a person. And the more they see you continue to do these things time and time again, I've just seen it. Guys that are that way, it pays off for them because they understand the business. Understanding the business doesn't just mean money. Understanding the business means your brand, how you're building that, so that when people see you or they identify you, they there's some type of quality with however you played, how, whatever sponsorship you might have, what you, you might have said in an interview, or how somebody just saw you out in public, conduct yourself. All those things make up who you are, and that's how it gets you to the next level or get that, that, that attention that you're seeking. And like I said, we have kids that have gone through the program and they're benefiting from it now. Like they just listened. They knew it was hard. They just listened and they just kept doing it. They complained a little bit, but they just kept doing it. And then it just broke for them. And then all of a sudden you're, you're now the, the best thing that is kind of cool about this is you're getting text messages from guys that are saying, thank you. Like I, coach, I did everything you said. I appreciate it. Then a year later, like, coach, you were right about everything that you was talking about. And it's funny, the light bulb clicks for them. And it's, as it's going on, they're understanding this is what coach was telling me about. And right then and there, it's not. I talk about to, to my guys, I talk about emotion and understanding your emotions and that you can't 
mix your emotions with the moment. And there's times where it gets heated or there's times in the game situation where you have to concentrate. And those things that we teach them at JA, they're able to apply it then and there and they use it and they, they grow faster and they get more confidence in themselves and they just keep going. And like I said, man, it's those are the guys we look for and it's fun because you do it right, you, you're going to reap the benefits here. And, and I think that's what is setting us apart now because of just the concentration on that. Like we know you're going to play well. Like that's a given because I'm going to bring it out of you. Our coaches are going to bring it out of you. I'm not worried about that. It's that mental part that we can really get you to understand your full potential. Like know where it is and go for it. Instead of trying to figure out, you don't know who you really want to be. It's more of those, you envision it, you've seen it, and you're going after it. And every single day you, you go after it, that, that's another day closer that's going to make you more confident, make you more stronger, make you more accountable. And that, that's JA, man. That's that's what we're doing. That's what we've been doing. And it's going to happen again this year. I know that. What has been one of the most consistent challenges with athletes going, with athletes joining JA or in the current pool? Hmm. Entitlement. Like a lot of these kids feel super entitled to an opportunity. And most time it's not it. We got kids that got bad attitudes, got into fights with their coaches. And then when we talk to them, we come from a place of, we already know if you got a low GPA, we already know if you got bad character, but you just need some work. We, we understand that you might be underdeveloped and we need to work with you. We get that. But the thing that bothers me is kids feel like, okay, I'm here now. You're supposed to play me, but you haven't been practicing well. You've dropped seven balls in one practice and you're mad because I'm not, you're not playing. It's, I'm not thinking about you. Like, don't think I hate you because of that. You're just, you haven't shown me that you're accountable to your teammates. So I can't put you in and sacrifice those 10 guys because of your pride. And I've, I've had kids, even the parents, they come up to me and they're like, well, why is my son not playing? And I have to break it down to the parents. And it's just funny to me that the kids feel like they're supposed to have something. And it's not just me at this level. You're seeing it at the top. You got guys from Alabama, Georgia, Maryland, uh, Michigan, Washington, they're transferring. And they they got something to say about the program because they felt like they should have played. And I, I remember I was having a conversation with one of my coaches and uh, he said something true and you see it around a little bit, but he put it more in perspective this way. There's a, a bunch of talented kids. There's a bunch of five-star kids that's out here. And what ends up happening is they're so used to being the guy they work a little bit, but they understand they're just, more talented the gap is way up here and it 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 just comes to them easy and then when they get into a, a room a division one room a top five program a power five program there's nine ten other kids that are five stars that are in that same room but now you have to get after it like you got to work a little bit harder like you have to really you got to go to class like you have to sit up front like you have to Take notes in meetings. You got to catch every ball. You got to be efficient with your technique. And many kids don't know how to do that. Like they've never practiced that before. So what ends up happening is 
they get pissed off at coach, pissed off at the program because their work ethic has dwindled a little bit. Like they're not, high school is not the same as being a, a division one athlete or any athlete for that matter. And that's one of the things that we are constantly fighting against because they just feel like I had one good day of practice, tomorrow I can slack off. It doesn't work that way. You have to go Monday to Friday every single day attention to detail so that when Saturday comes, your athletic ability with the mental game is gonna put you so much further than a guy that's just an athlete. Like you don't wanna be athlete versus athlete because you never know who's really gonna win. But when you put the mental game with it, like way up here and you get them prepared and they understand situations, they understand if it's third and five, what we might call, what they might be running. If it's the offensive side, if it's fourth and one, this is our go-to player, this is our two-point play. Like, they know that right when they're walking out on the field. It's not, well, I don't know what they might do. I'm just out here winging it. it. It shows up differently. And they need to start understanding and wanting to come to practice every single day, wanting to come to meetings, asking questions in meetings, asking questions on the field to clarify so they can play faster. And that that's just, I'm seeing that's everywhere. It's everybody, everybody feels entitled. Like everybody feels like you need to give me something because I've done this. Like you're not always going to get an award for every single thing you accomplish. Like you, you just won't, and you have to be okay with that. So many people are so ready to say, "I got this," say, "I got that." Wait till the whole product is done, or it gets to a certain point where you know it's time to say this or say that. Or there, are pe people will tell you by your results if you've been successful or not. Like you don't have to go looking for somebody to give you something. Like you really earn it and you earn it by just showing up. And that's that's the thing we just tell our guys. Come every day, show up, listen to us and you're gonna reap the benefits one way or another. Why don't athletes joining JA, right? Or junior college or JUCO program treating it the same way as if they were at a D1 school, right? Well, why isn't the same level of commitment focus being shown you know, obviously from, from our experience being around, you know, talking to the kids, having conversations with you, uh, why aren't they taking advantage of the programs or the opportunities? I feel like there's a lot of excuses and they're letting their current situation deep, like um, kind of drive how much they're putting in yeah. and how much work they're putting in, the, the commitment factor. So I, I know it's a little bit extreme, but for some, this is this is their last option right yeah. their last hope their their only chance of having or creating another opportunity for themselves to be able to continue to play football so why why aren't they treating the juco program or, or you know or if they come to ja why isn't that same level of commitment and passion and just drive or excitement as the same as if they went or if, like if they went to a d1 school yeah i would hmm the best way to say it, it's like tiered, I guess. So when when kids looked at junior college, they thought it was less than. Like they thought it was for guys that weren't talented. And there's kids that view JUCO as, I was the man at my high school and now I'm here. I should get everything, the entitlement. And then the other part is some are just iffy some programs are and what we've seen through this whole thing is we've had to fight to prove 
who we're playing. That's why we're so adamant about our schedule and playing like top competition because we want to show people that we're legit. We want to show people that when you come here, you are actually playing teams that you can see. Like you can see the coach, you can see the roster, like you can see the address of the school. There's There's been so many that it, it, when we were starting out, so many spotty ones that just pop up and then next year they're gone. And then they pop up again and they're gone. It's like, you just got to be consistent, man. The, the, the thing about this, it, it's truly about an opportunity. All this other stuff, and, and I say with programs, just if you just worry about building the system correctly, all that other stuff you don't have to worry about. And for us, when we're talking to these kids and we're, we're I don't want to say sell the program, but when we're trying to sell the program to them, knowing that they have no other options, we let them know with the competition and with the coaching staff, you're going to get the same thing as a power five school. Why? Because we've had coaches that have played there or at least coached in that realm and understand, or at least have other coaches that they can talk to, to figure things out, to implement in our program, to replicate those things. Once again, it's, it's get, it's us getting you ready for that next level. It's not you playing here just to play here. And a lot of times, and it's just funny, the notion is always that it's less than and you're starting to see now guys are using that to get themselves up so it's it's starting to turn but i think just from last chance you from uh i really just think the portrayal of last chance you has, has shown people juco is it's iffy because of the guys the characters the locations all that stuff and and for us it's just fighting all those things I'm not saying we're fighting it like forcefully. It's just showing it a better way. And if we can show kids and show parents and show the community, this is how we're doing it. Like our practice field is in a nice place. The facility is in a nice place. The campus that we have is in a nice place. The game that we play is in a nice place. Like it's not, not trashy. It's not suspect. Like we take pride in it. So I say that to say when the kids come with a certain mindset that, this Juco is going to have this and that. We've had people come here and be like, I didn't expect you guys would have all of this. And we have guys that play Juco and say, well, we didn't even have any of this at our other school. So for us, even though they come with that perception, we're, we're not scared to prove that it's the opposite. And, and we show that by the environment, but also too, we show by the kids. Like that's the biggest, that's the biggest statement is when the kids come here, how do they feel about the program? And then when they leave, how do they still feel about the program? And it's, it's just about word of mouth. And, you know, even though the season didn't finish the way we wanted it to, we're, we're getting, we've gotten the most kids we've gotten in, in these, going on the fourth year now. And that's because of people actually seeing us, seeing where we are, seeing where we practice, seeing the stuff on film as far as what we do in the classroom. So we're proving that it's there. And people that, if they have talked bad, you still, you come and see it for yourself and it's not bad. It's just people, people aren't used to that type of exposure. At least the exposure that we know of doing it the right way and making it presentable to where you can picture yourself being a part of the program. Regardless if it's division one or not, you know you can use our program to get there. And we're adamant about telling people that you come here, we can get you positioned to do that the right way. So stop looking at division one or bust and if I go to a JUCO, now I'm less than. You're not less than. You just, you need an opportunity to show what you got to get up there to show another coach 
could he fit into my program that is a top program, an FCS program, FBS program, whatever it is, how can this guy that's down here get up here? And that's JA starts that and helps you go that way. So, not, well, I am selling it, but to that point, it, it's it, kids shouldn't think that way when they think about JA. They shouldn't think about we're less than competition because you can easily look at the schedule and our, our competition is up there. And the thing is also, too, even if we were to talk to those other teams, we've gained their respect because of how we played and how we conducted ourselves throughout the game, even after the game and even after the season. So all those things together, don't view it that way because you're trying to go somewhere anyway. You're trying to go above. So don't don't put yourself in that place when we're not trying to put you in that place of the junior college level. We're trying to put you above and put your mindset that I'm a top guy and I need to, I need to play, practice, and act like it at all times. As a coach at JA, what, what are the deal breakers when looking for athletes and, you know, on and off the field and, and what are good things, attributes or skills, you know, attitude, mindset that you wanted an athlete joining JA? I just want guys that are willing just willing to listen, like listen, do it right. Don't keep making the same mistakes. Like when you keep making the same mistakes, you're not concentrating. It's just about locking in, being focused. And I'm not just talking about on the field, I'm talking about off the field. If we have community service stuff, if we got meetings, if we got Zoom calls, I want you to be early to those things. On the field, I, I want you to hold yourself accountable, hold your teammates accountable. We look for those. Guys that aren't head cases, we'll take a couple because we know some guys just need, they need help. And you know, we take take all the guys. Like I, I feel like with less talented guys, we've done more. And we've, we've shown that in 2022, they believed that they could play. We didn't have the most talent. We had undersized guys. We had guys that hadn't played football before. And we just coached them right. And they believed in themselves that they could get it done. And they felt like they can compete. You guys saw that entire season, so you understand like the ups and downs that I was having, frustration to get them to do it their correct way. And that understanding that we know how to do that has helped us understand that we'll take guys that want to do it for themselves, not just for us, for the program. They put the program first and not just thinking, I'm here, I'm only doing it for myself so I can go somewhere else. You're here, you treat this as your team, you treat this as your family, because you you really never know how long you're gonna play. And and most kids come in here thinking, I'm gonna play here and then I'm gonna be able to go somewhere else and I'm gonna play forever. Like you everybody has an expiration date. Like every I even knew that when I was playing. I just never knew when it was. But guys gotta come in here and act like this might be the only team I play, this might be the only shot that I get. Let me do everything I need to as far as a leader, as far as a player, as far as somebody in the community to make sure that I'm positioning myself the right way. And if those guys can do that and they're willing to do it, they come to the program. If you're not willing to do it, don't waste your time. Because you'll treat it as a hobby. If you and if you treat something as a hobby, you're not going to put all your effort into it. It's going to be kind of there, not really, I'll do it when I want to do it, and then kind of feel obligated to do it, and then you're not really focused on it because you're just there. You're checking off the box, and I don't want you to do that. Like for your sake, my sake as well, because you're just going to get frustrated. 
and you're ultimately going to quit. And, and I don't need, I don't want to be the reason why you quit. You know, I, I'd rather be the reason why you succeed. And I'm not trying to make you quit. I'm trying to make you, I want you to be the, the best that you can be. So if you're, if you're not willing to do those things, just don't even, don't, don't hurt yourself. You're not going to hurt me because I'll figure it out fast. If you're going to keep going with it, you better break through. If not, then don't bother because I got stuff to do, man. I'm trying to win. I'm not trying to babysit. Like at the end of the day, and I tell everybody this, it's all about winning. Like it really is. You're coming in this program trying to win or not trying to, you're working to win. That's what we stress. Like that's, that's the only way anybody's going to ever notice you and respect you is when you're winning. And there's a way that you win. And when people see that you're winning consistently, they start looking at the film and they're seeing how you play. They start asking about your character. All those things fall in line. And that's when you're able to, man, you, you can do anything you want. So they come in with that mindset. They're good with me. If they don't, I'll find somebody else. They always come at the end of the day. I don't care. We've had five-star kids that want to come here. And I don't care. I've turned them away because I know they have nothing else. If you're coming to me and you're a five-star it don't matter because you're not going to come in here and tell me how to run my program. You're just not going to do that. So I'll take the most talented. I'll take the least talented. It's the person that's willing to do what we're telling them to do to be successful and help this entire program grow because they're writing history. If you really think about it, we just started four years ago. So every single year, it's a new team. Every single year, it's a new story to write. And every single year, we keep getting higher and higher. That first team can tell stories for days. Last year's team can tell stories for days. So at the end of the day, when you look back at this, you can always go back to those memories and think about your teammates, where it started before you got to this other place. So I want I want people to, I want players, I want parents to understand that with, with, with JA. Don't just come here and just treat it like a stepdaddy program. Like don't, don't treat it that way. Treat it like this is your only shot and you're gonna give it your all because you want to do it for the guys that you're getting ready to play with. What advantages and opportunities do athletes get when joining JA? What, you know, is it, what's the experience of the coaching staff, the, the administrative staff, facilities, resources, off, off and off the field? What's, you know, what, what do kids get when they come here? Shoot, I'm more excited about the gear. Kids, kids get gear, man. Like we got, got the black jerseys, white jerseys, gray jerseys the military jerseys, the green jerseys. We got five different jersey combinations. We got two helmet combinations. Like, where, where are you getting that? It, honestly, at this level, where are you really getting that? And on top of that, you're getting coaches that have played professionally. I played professionally. My defensive back coach played professionally. My D-line coach played professionally. Um, my offensive coordinator didn't play professionally, but he, had a, he has, still has a son where he coached him in high school and he was number six in the state of Florida in total passing yards. Two, and he was 50 yards shy of beating Tim Tebow's school record. So he knows how to coach. He's shown from the kids he know, the, the other kids he's coached, he knows how to coach. I have, I have another coach. He didn't play, but his brother led the CFL in tackles. So he knows the football side of it because he's watched his brother. So all that experience together. Oh, and I got another guy that played in the CFL and won two championships as well. And I have another one, a, a recruiter that just came on board. 
and he played in the NFL. So you got guys that have done it before. They don't have to prove anything to you. Just go, you can Google them, basically. If you want to find out information about our coaches, Google those guys, see their resumes, know that you can just be walking by us and hear a conversation. That will make you smarter as a football player. That's just, we, we, we understand the game. We understand what it takes. We understand how to put you in that mindset. And people need to understand that part of it. And it's hard at times because if you've never been exposed to it, how are you really going to know about it? And the gear, the coaches, the way we practice, the structure of practice, I'm putting you in an, in an NFL mindset. The schedule that I have for these guys, same schedule that I had in college, which was the same as an NFL schedule. And Ralph Friedman made, uh, uh, he did a great job of doing that. And it was intensive, it was hard, but I understand it because I still use it to this day off the field, like the time slotting. And that's what we do with our guys. We make sure that our guys are somewhere at some point in time in the day and they're not doing dumb stuff. They're not just video games, staying up late at night. You gotta get up early here. Got to get up early. You got to lift. You got to run, practice. You got school. Then we got meetings after. So I got you guys for a long time. I want to make sure that these guys are always active and their minds aren't astray. Keep you on the... Make sure that your obligations are met before you do anything else. That's what I want. I don't want you treating this like a hobby. I want you to treat it like it's your job. And we're going to teach that structure. We're going to get you ready for games. We watch film. I, I, I make sure that I prepare these guys the right way, knowing the situations, understanding when this is what you're going to get on first down, this is what you're going to get on second down, this is what you can get on this formation, this is what you're going to get in the third, this is what you can get in the fourth, this is what you can get during two minutes. Here's the situation, this is what we need to do. And then we do the same thing on offense, and we go back and forth, and we're constantly teaching the situations during practice. And when those guys are getting those things, you're not getting that everywhere. Most people just run plays, and that's it. You don't know what you need to get better. As far as your technique, you don't know what you need to get better as far as awareness. You haven't been watching film to break down how the coverages work. A lot of these kids have never been coached that way. They don't understand those dynamics. So when you come here, you're getting that as well. You're going to understand, all right, if it's two by two on the front side, it's two by two on the back side. If it's three receivers to my side, there's got to be a receiver on the back side. If there's a receiver on the back side, where's number three's alignment? Where's number one's alignment on the back side? If three and one are close, there's got to be some type of underneath routes going on. There's got to be somebody. If there's somebody underneath, there's somebody up top. If there's somebody up top, what are they trying to do outside? They're trying to isolate the corner by himself, get those guys to jump certain things. You never know. And that's those are things that I want our guys to understand. When they see those things, they're, they, they're able to know if, if a formation's empty. All right, check it to whatever our formation might be. How to show a different blitz. How to show a blitz from one side and bring it from another how to understand the games up front, how to understand stunts, how to understand how to stop the run. And that's just me on defense. And for me to get those guys to understand it, when we call a play, they already know where the blitz is coming from. They already know how to disguise the coverage. I guarantee you the other side don't know how to do that because they've just been running plays. And you're just running plays just to run them, just to say you had practice. What'd you get better at? I'm making sure that you know every single practice what you need to be better at and what you need to correct and if you had a bad practice, what you need to do to correct it. It's always constructive criticism the right way, not putting them down, is building them up. And as far as the classroom, if you miss two days, you're on a list. And if you're on a list and you stay on that list, you're not playing. So it's reward, it's reward based. If you're in class, you're gonna play. It's all about keeping yourself accountable because you can't play college football if you're not in school. 
So we teach you how to be in school, teach you how to study, teach you how to turn in your assignments, how to talk in class, these things that you have now, and it's online. So all you have to do is just open up your laptop and pay attention. It's the easiest thing and not stress, stressing you out, but you're also with your teammates, you're with your guys, you can be there. So if you, and you're all doing the same subject. So it's not like one guy's in this class, another guy's in this class. You guys are doing your specific subject for that month. Then you go to the next month, you're doing specific subjects. So if you need help, you can work with your teammates. Get that bond going. Guys had to do that before. When I was playing in uh, at Maryland, we were doing that. If guys had certain assignments, we'd work together, share ideas, see how we can get things done. Same thing. So basically in a nutshell, I mean, it is. That's what JA provides. I feel like we provide a lot. And I've talked about the schedule already. You're getting a top schedule. So if you're getting a top schedule, we've got to coach you the right way. We're going to show you how to compete against those guys that are above but might look at us below. They might see, and I've seen it before, team, teams have said they're going to beat us, they're going, they're, they're going to spank us because I see when we come off the bus, we have a D lineman that might be, you know, if he's 5'9", maybe 185. So what? You put him out there, <laughs> he don't play like 5'9", because he's been taught not to play like 5'9". And I, I think that's cool because we get, we, we always get, People underestimate us so much. Every every single team that we've played has, has just done that. But after the game, the feedback from players and coaches is, "Damn, y'all played y'all played hard." Like we want to do this again next year. Every single team we've played, and and, and it comes back to us and coaching. We don't care what size you are. We don't care about none of that. As long as you have that willingness to come in here and play, we'll provide all those things. And I think you'll, after these two years being in this program, you'll be fine. Now, the facility and the field are on the same location, right? Yeah. So where we lift and run is right next to where we practice. So we have our practice field, and then we have uh, a chief fitness. And they've, Mike's been good. Mike's the GM there, but Bryce, he owns the entire, you know, property. And for him to allow us to use the weight room, like that's the dynamic that people don't understand is the lift side and, and our kids don't understand that. So them coming to the program and they get that in the mornings and be able to understand how to get bigger, faster, stronger, have a willingness to be in that weight room because you have to live in there. Whether it's to help you for the longevity of a season, we got 12 games, that's a long schedule in college football. That's basically every team schedule in college football. So we're getting you ready for that, but we also have to get you ready for the physical aspect it's getting you right to lift, understanding how to stretch, understanding how to recover or, or get yourself primed for practice. Those things, you got to take all that into account. So to have it right next to it is, is great because you can go right from lift, have uh, have another side, whether it's offense, defense, special teams could be doing a walkthrough and then flip that. And then you go into practice, you're getting extra reps, you're getting mental and physical reps at the same time. And it's good to have it there instead of having one thing here, something somewhere else, and something somewhere else, it's a little spotty. But for us to have that and then also have the campus with, with First Baptist, them giving us two buildings to be able to use it for the classroom setting, to watch film, to have meetings, for those guys to just chill out. I mean, you're getting the same stuff as a Division One school. It's just not all in one place, but it's in one place. And, you know, that's what... uh that's what I like about the program. That's what 
I think separates us from a lot of programs that are trying to start out or programs that just popped up overnight. Like they don't have those things that we have. And, you know, the fact that we're playing our games on turf field as well, too, and we have a deal with uh, a partnership with uh, a, a private school, NFEI, is another added bonus. Obviously, everything is recruiting, but for us to play on a nice field is great. And then our away games, shoot, we pay for the travel, so you ain't got to worry about getting in your car and going somewhere else. You hop on the bus at 6.30, we're out. Most games are in Florida or southern Georgia, and we're back. Yeah, so it's not like you're, you're overnight somewhere. Most kids would like that. We'll get to that eventually. But the fact that you're playing games in nice stadiums, big stadiums, you got a crowd, playing good teams, yeah, you're, getting, you're getting a lot of stuff, which I'm glad. You know, the fact that we can show this this early in the program just means that we're just going to keep getting bigger, which we want to do. Because the bigger we get, the better we, people we play, the better people we play. I mean, the better it, it bodes for anybody that comes here. Tell me about the the, the guys from Project Barnabas. I know I've seen them on the sidelines. Yeah. You know, the former military guys. Yeah. The good people to have around the kids. Good example. You know, very disciplined people. Yeah. Tell me about about those guys. They're our fan club. They're they're a cool fan club, man. John John works with Operation Barnabas, and when he first came on, he had told me about it, and he told me about why they're doing it, to help disabled veterans, veterans that have PTSD, trying to get them back into society, whether it's jobs, whether it's, it's really jobs, homes, like trying to help them get back to being somewhat normal. A lot of these guys aren't, and a lot of them that come back, they don't have something to attach to. Like They don't have something to have meaning. Like They're almost like football players when it comes to brotherhood and, and togetherness and then when you don't have it anymore you're kind of lost and for them they've latched on which i'm, I'm glad they have and i sh shouldn't use latch on they have supported us and helped us grow and gotten the word out there because they've been able to talk to the kids from exper their experiences and let them know that the stuff that they're doing really ain't that hard this is hard getting shot at like that's hard and when they start explaining those stories guys are like Oh, I, I got a whole nother perspective on life. I got a whole nother perspective on my freedom and what I'm, a, I'm able to do. And those guys come out full force, man. And it's fun because you see the joy on their faces and then you start hearing their stories, how they struggled and how they've just been fighting to transition. And like I said, it's the same as football guys. So it's easy to relate to them because I was there. I've been in that position. And to see them having that, that grit to do that and also being able to help the kids at the same time amidst their problems, it, it's fun. And you can see that the kids see somebody that's like truly supports them. When they're out at practice, when they don't have to be, they're there. Some guys bring their, their big lifted trucks. They'll bring their, their Hellcats out there and they'll post up like it's a, a car show and watch practice. Or they'll come to the games, have barbecues at the games. They'll bring their homeboys, bring all their people because they support the kids like they want to see them do well they they wish they had something like this and i think that's fun because we're helping their program we're helping them build we're, we're helping them understand that there if there's other vets out there that want to be a part of this or they they want to be a part of football you know they can be a part of operation barnabas knowing that they have a support system but then also too there's there's football there so if they wanted to get involved with football they could easily do that and know that 
there's going to be people that appreciate it. And it also helps them to find their purpose, whether it's football or something else. And I think that's just been the, that's been the most fun is seeing guys like James, you know, seeing guys like Tyler, they, they're our recruiters. Like if they didn't know somebody that's out of school, they'll talk to them and then they'll hit me up and say, Hey, I got X, Y, and Z at this school. I just talked to his dad. I think he's good. I just sold the program to him and that's it. They don't want nothing from me. They just want to see this program do well. And I think that's, that, that has been the, the, that's been the other highlight is, is understanding that we're building a partnership with them and it's helping both sides, whether it's our guys or their guys. Final uh, messages, how can people reach out to you, get in contact about joining recruitment? <clears throat> where, where do they go? Who do they reach out to? You'll go on the JA site. You'll fill out the application, free application. Fill out so we have your information. Once you get those filled out, then we get the information. Your huddle highlight should be on there. Your GPA should be in there. Your parents' information should be there so we can contact everybody. We, we want to make sure that the parents know what their child is doing and what the child is getting ready to get himself into. You'll see so many kids just commit and then the parents know nothing about it. So we want to make sure that the kids fill out the application. They know what they're getting themselves into, which isn't anything crazy. It's just letting you know that you have to be enrolled in school and you have to make sure that you're on time to everything. Like you can't be slacking off. If you slack off, and then you can't be a part of the team. If your GPA sucks, you can't be a part of the team. So you can go on the site and just fill it out. Once you do that, we talk amongst the coaches and we figure out boards right there, figure out where you fit on the list based on your highlights. And then we ask if we have your coach's information, get your coach's information. And then we figure out how you are as a player. We come and take a visit and we see if there's mutual interest. If you're a guy that just wants offers just to get offers, we're not the place because I see so many guys just trying to do that, just get offers to say it. You truly come here because you want to make sure you make yourself better. And I just want to put that out there, but it's all J Athletics across the board, or what do they call that thing, the handle? J Athletics with the handle. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.